Your Money Personal Finance Podcast. I'm David Pratt with Peter Shashecki, president of Everything Financial Group. On episode nine, as we work our way through the Omni Formula this season, it's all about taxes and your financial plan and why they are so important. Good morning, Dave. Taxes, taxes, taxes. Yes. Big Ouch. thing. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that today and go through and give people a lot of the basics on taxes, how they relate to different parts of the plans, et cetera, what they should do. Because everyone thinks, and we talked about this before, because the banks shove it down your throat, it's all about (laughs) rate of return and investments. People, it's not about what you make. It's Uh, about what you save. uh, It's about what you don't pay. Because taxes and savings of taxes are tax-free. They're guaranteed. They're in your pocket. So I'll take that money every day. Because the more you can save on taxes the less pressure okay. on your investments to make money because you already have a head start. So let's get into taxes. So it would be clear to say that tax savings are the most important part of the plan? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can make so much more money, Dave, with tax savings. Uh, like in episode eight, when we talked about RSPs, buying your RSPs at one tax level, yeah. cashing them in at another tax level, or episode seven at TFSAs, yeah. same idea not paying tax on the growth of that money. The more money you can save on tax, um, the better you are. That's why we build the plans the way we do. Let's get into this thing here. What is the difference between tax deductions with mutual funds and tax deductions with portfolio management? Yeah, and the, the big one, Dave, as we talked about way back when in an earlier episode, and we talked with our portfolio managers about, and what, one of the reasons I went there in the first place years ago is because with mutual funds, you're not tax deducting the embedded fees. You don't yeah. even really know what, know what the fees are. But with portfolio managers on non-registered accounts, as we heard previously from them in early episodes, or as we call them taxable accounts too, they're the same thing. Okay. But on those investments, you get to tax deduct the fees. So that tax deduction of management fees is treated like an RSP deduction in a yeah. sense. It's not a tax credit. It's a dollar for dollar deduction. So if you're getting that dollar-for-dollar deduction, put it to good use. So again, that's the big difference is getting to tax deduct the fees. They're a fiduciary. Fees are disclosed. Write them off and put that money in your pocket. Peter, you mentioned before that in Canada, you can make mortgages tax deductible? Yeah, you can. And and that's the key. So you're tax deducting the interest. Yeah on your mortgage if you qualify the right way. But think about that. And we've got a whole episode just on that topic because it's quite quite complicated to start, but once you figure it out, it's great. And it's not for everybody. We got to make sure it's for you. But definitely go down that road, go to Everything Financial Group to the YouTube page and look up those episodes because think about it. One of your biggest debts also your biggest asset, your house, but one of your biggest payments is your mortgage. And we know mortgages have a very large component (laughs) of interest. So if you can look at making any part of that interest, maybe it's interest on $25,000 of debt or 50, whatever, any part. If you can start making that interest tax deductible, you're going to be way ahead. And that's one of the key things we want to do at Everything Financial is we don't leave any stone unturned. If we yeah. see a possibility for you to tax deduct interest, we'll do it. A- example, I-, I had a gentleman the other day in a perfect situation to make his interest on his mortgage tax deductible. He's in a very high income bracket, owns a really good business. We worked out the numbers. He's leaving a 
$1,000 tax deduction on the table. Wow. Um, I'd say making his interest on his mortgage tax deductible might be in his future and might be key. And that's the key word here is key. Can we hit this hard enough, long enough? Because as you've pointed out many times that this is the key part of the Omni formula. Yeah, it's, it's, it's for lack of a better term, yeah. free money. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's money that's there. If, if you fit the criteria and all the boxes are checked, then make your mortgage interest tax deductible because yeah. it's kind of um, really people, it's like passive money. It's money you're already spending. You're already doing this procedure, having a mortgage. So by doing this, if you can make that interest work for you and be tax deductible, put the money in your pocket. Sure. It's definitely a road you want to go down. Yeah. What other type of uh, tax savings should be a part of that plan? Um, some things in, in you can look at doing would be if you're self-employed. Uh, if you're self-employed, there's tax deductions available to you that you know, uh, maybe not available to some people. And a lot of self-employed people work from their house. So you have home office deductions. And we have we have a chart at Everything Financial we can provide you with to show you what those expenses are. So if you're if your um, office at home, yeah. self-employed, you're working yeah. at home as part of it, or you know, those two can be different, but they can also be the same. But if that office is 15% of your home square footage, well, there's 15% of home expenses in a lot of cases of things you're going to be able to write off. So we have a tax person at Everything Financial who does our clients' taxes. Um, it's also obviously a key part of your financial plan. We're always looking for those things. What part of these tax deductions fit for you? The home office, the um, self-employment, uh, medical expenses. There, let's talk about it. Yeah, medical expenses, Dave. So, you know, you... You're filing taxes. Now, medical expenses are a little different. They're tax okay. credits. But you have daycare expenses for your kids. Ah. So there's a lot of these different things that you can write off that you don't know. So at Everything Financial, with the Omni formula, we make sure the tax, as we said in the previous question, it is the key part of your plan. Because before you start planning on how much do I need for retirement? Yeah. What kind of life insurance do I need? All these other things we talk about, taxes are right there. They're yeah. front and center Let's just make sure they're structured in a way that they're passively working for you behind the scenes. You're paying the money anyways, so why not have it work and be a tax deduction for you? Okay, we're talking about tax season coming, and it comes so fast. I mean, it does. It seems that we just ended and we're at it again. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> now, let me ask you this question. Does everybody file taxes at the same time, April 30th? No. Really? No. no. Remember we talked about self-employed people. Yeah. Self-employed people have to do their taxes um, June 15th. They have to file June 15th, but they have to actually make sure they've paid the taxes on time uh, like everybody else. Okay. So they don't really have to file, but a lot of times what self-employed people will do is pay an installment or put money away, do things like that, because you don't want to be late and have to pay a penalty. But the actual filing of the taxes doesn't have to occur, incur until later. Um, corporations. Corporations will have a tax day that they file their taxes. Could yep. be any day. Sure. They, depending when their year end is. And then they have to file taxes within six months of that year end. Here's the other thing. If you're owed money uh -huh. and you don't file on time, well, you're not going to have a penalty. But yeah. why would you not want to file on time if you're owed money? Because you want to get that money back from the government. Of course. So don't delay. Get your taxes done on time. Now, is it mandatory 
to pay installments if you are self-employed? No. Really? But they, they, no. And the government will make self-employed people think that. They'll make retired yeah. people think that. You get the threatening phone call from CRA. I swear someone at the other end of that phone gets a commission where they want you to pay installments. Yeah. Maybe it might be in, in, a, in your best interest because you can't save the money or put the money aside. But if you don't pay installments, you still have to pay on time or you're going to pay interest, penalty, et cetera, you know, those kind of things. doesn't mean you have to pay on installments. But if you can create a proper financial plan, have it structured, have us coach you through and monitor for you, manage for you and be disciplined, then maybe you're putting that money away in your pocket. Aha. Uh -huh making money, yeah. maybe putting it to good use, saving on taxes, and then have it ready of it readily available when you have to write the check to those filthy <laughs> buggers at CRA. But I'm, I'm kind of of the philosophy, well, we've kind of seen this. Okay. It's not like government knows what to do with our money. So I want to keep it in my pocket as long as possible, and then I'll give them as little as they're entitled to. Because... <laughs> Man, do they not know what they're doing? So it's better in my hands than theirs until they until I absolutely have to pay it. Then I'll give it to them. Well, can we get you to run for prime minister? No, I can't. No, no. No, I don't want the pay cut. And man, no. Dave, you know how long have you known me? Who knows what things are in those closets that I don't want to come out? No, I, I, never going to happen. Okay. Remember, I have a job. Oh, good. Okay. I, I kind of yes. do well at my job. Okay. Isn't the joke that people go into politics who can't get a real job? Yeah, don't we have somebody in Ottawa right now? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ottawa, BC, pick your province. <laughs> okay, let's let's move along before we really get into some trouble here. Okay, what does diminished taxes, diminished taxes mean? And uh, how is that tax treated with investment earnings? Ah, good one. Good question. Um, you, you do pay attention. So we were an episode or two back when we talked yeah. to portfolio managers yes. on how they structure portfolios to diminish taxes. Yep. So what diminishing taxes really is, is port, and then one of the, again, one of the other reasons we use portfolio managers is they build a portfolio a lot of times in such a way to diminish the taxes as much as possible. So let's just stick with one basic one. Okay. Everyone puts money in the bank and earns interest. Yep. Not a lot, Not but much. they earn interest. No. But interest is 100% taxable. You, you earn $100 in interest, you have to claim $100 on your income tax. Yep. What a waste of freaking money. Yep. So instead, a lot of times diminishing taxes means, means in, a, in a nicely structured portfolio, if, if everything falls into line, you have enough money in other areas, et cetera, they'll put the interest earning component of your portfolio inside your RSP. Because an RSP, it's not how you earn the money in the portfolio. It's what tax bracket you're in when the money comes uh, out of the portfolio. Uh -huh. So you can, they will a lot of times build a portfolio to diminish taxes within the portfolio so you pay less later, later on. And that's one of the best reasons right there to use a portfolio manager because they're looking at tax solutions with us building your plan not just taking an investment for the sake of taking an investment. Which gets us to capital gains. How can you avoid them? Capital gains is the one known tax that's the easiest to avoid. It really is. Really? It really is. Because with capital gains, um, capital gains, you, you, there's about three, well, four actually, eligible things you can do to offset capital gains. So okay. the first one is just go the opposite. Previous capital losses 
against capital gains. You sure. carry them forward, you offset them against gains. That's 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 right off the bat. If you had $100,000 in capital gains and you had $50,000 previously in the proper capital losses, your gains are down to 50. That's okay. not bad. That's easy. But how do you take sure. care of the other 50? Okay. There's there's eligible deductions, which ties into all the things we've been talking about. So you have RSPs. You can offset RSPs yep. against capital gains. There's management fees from the portfolio managers. Again, one of those other reasons we went to portfolio managers years ago, because tax deducting the management fees on your non-registered investments, well, those are treated the same as RSPs. The other one's carrying charges. So you know how we just talked, and, and again, in previous episodes, we talked about making the interest on your mortgage tax deductible. Uh-huh. Okay, so if you're making the interest on your mortgage tax deductible, then that interest charge or carrying charges can be deducted against capital gains. So if you're, after that little example I gave, you have $50,000 left over, and you can find 25,000 of these, so half, of these eligible deductions versus what you have in capital gains, your capital gains are now tax-free. Which really gets us to this question here. Uh, What is the difference between tax-free, which is where we all want to be, as tax-free as possible, and tax deflect? Yeah, I've talked about, yeah, there we go into the sports analogy. There you go. It's from our past life. (laughs) Tax-free is just that. It's tax-free. The growth on a TFSA that we talked about in episode seven is tax-free as long as you're not using it as a job, right? So you never pay tax on that growth. That's truly tax-free. And I'm going to, I'll slide one more in here a little bit. So RSPs are not tax-free. They're tax deferred. Uh People think they're tax-free, but they're not. They're tax deferred because you're paying that tax later. Theoretically, hopefully, if you've done it right at a lower income rate, we've talked about that. So that's where you save on taxes. Tax deflect is truly a word used for a TFSA. So tax-free and tax deflect are kind of in the same boat. The growth is tax-free. So what you've done by using a TFSA is deflect that growth okay. to the tax-free column so you never pay tax on it later. Oh, That's oh. like Bo sitting in front of a net getting a good <laughs> deflection or something. But do you ever get money tax-free? I mean, really? Yeah. Can you really get tax-free yeah. money? Yeah. T-F, tax-free. Free. So that's that new thing, remember? Yep. The TFIA, yep. the tax-free investment account, because I hate using the word savings account. Yeah, that growth, doing yep. it right, is tax-free. Yes, you can get tax-free. They say there's no such thing as a free lunch, people, but maybe there is, and you can do your TFSA right and use tax-free money to buy your tax-free lunch. I don't know. Okay. Read the small print. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> now, to summarize all of this, okay, uh, the more you save in tax, does that mean that the less that you need, you know, to make. And- yeah, yeah, really. You take less pressure. Sure. And you're, or you put less pressure on your portfolio manager when you're designing a plan. So if you're designing a financial plan and you need $6,000 a month income net. Yeah. Just, I'm just picking a number out of my you-know-what today. <laughs> um, yeah. So in an, in an average world, that might be $8,500 because you're going to pay a lot, you know, sure. a bunch of goes to taxes, yeah. right? But if you can structure the plan properly with all these tax advantages, use your portfolio manager to help complement the plan, et cetera, maybe you only need $6,500 to get your $6,000. So if you need less because of proper tax strategies, then the portfolio manager doesn't have to earn you as much to have that same pot of money 
which means it doesn't have to be as volatile or risky, which means more likelihood of success. So you see when I've talked in the previous episodes about doing your financial plan is really a puzzle that's a lot of fun because it's always different. Mm -hmm. There's an example. One thing leads you to another thing leads you to another thing. And every time you change one, two or three other things have to get tweaked to to make sure the puzzle fits together. And that's what's so fun. The the portfolio managers, I mean, I wish we had them in the room to go back to those earlier episodes right now for this question because they would tell you this, the lower or the, the least amount of interest we need to earn, the lower risk on the portfolio, the more likelihood of success makes their life way easier. And guess what? Less volatility. Yeah allows you to sleep at night way easier, Dave. <laughs> Don't sleep through the episodes, just sleep at night. <laughs> just sleep at night. <laughs> uh, just those, oh, I'm back. Oh, here we go. Uh, actually, that's episode nine. It went by very quickly here, Peter. Now, if folks like what they heard and they, they'd have to like a lot of what you've just said, what should they do and what can they do? Go to everythingfinancial.com. Go send us an email to your money at everythingfinancial.com. Uh, reach out to our offices in Langley, White Rock. Um, where else do we have offices? Victoria, Scottsdale. Yes. Um, go to any of those offices and book an appointment. No obligation. Let's make sure we're the right fit for each other. But people, more than anything, take your money, take your finances into your own hands. Go to YouTube, type in Everything Financial Group. Go educate yourself on episodes, different topics we have. So you know the questions to ask that you didn't even know you're supposed to ask. And if they're not to us, find your registered financial planner in your area, start interviewing, find the right fit and ask those questions because it's your money. And another great reason to go to Scottsdale. Yes. That one works for me too. I'll I'll sit with you in the office there any day of the week. Sounds good to me. Then we'll go golfing. Okay. Uh, We'll be back soon with episode 10. But in the meantime, if you have a question for Peter or a topic from the financial world that you'd like us to cover, just email the show at yourmoney at everythingfinancial.com. Adios, muchachos. Adios. Adios.